Welcome to the Out Loud Podcast. My name is John. And I'm Brian. And this is the podcast where we make you feel right at home. So Ricky, please take out the trash. And Tom, that living room needs vacuuming. <laughs> Ricky and Tom just <laughs> freaked out. Right. Whoever's listening. <laughs> Those are our fans. Our fans, All right, yes. let's roll the intro music. Open up your mind. Tell me where you want to be. Tell me what you need from me. So, uh, hey, Brian, how you doing? I am missing my man. but I miss you, too. But we get to... part now for what? It's been uh, two weeks? It's only two weeks, seriously. But that... It feels like a month. It, it does. It does. But we get to see each other Friday and for like yes, four or five we days we're together, which is awesome. We will be in Philadelphia for a softball tournament over the Memorial Day weekend. Yep. So if you are in Philly or something, say hi. Hey. And uh, maybe we can figure out uh, how to see each other. Cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Need a fan or two. So we're, today we're talking about like fetishes and stuff like that. And I had no idea what to wear. Bry. I was like, what I, do I wear for a fetish? I know. I, I was always like, episode? what am I into today? Am I Clearly, into... you went formal fetish. I, yes. Yeah. Formal Old Navy fetish. Yes. <laughs> I meant I went, Old I Navy. I went uh, this Smutty Nose Brewery. Remember that? We yes. We went to this brewery in New Hampshire. I don't know. I felt like Smutty Nose sounded Yeah, fetish-y. I guess I should have just worn a harness or something. You know, you could have worn the harness, but yes, the, the, the smutty nose brewery, if you're ever in New Hampshire, I definitely recommend it. We did a disc golf there. They had some good beer and a fetishy sounding uh, logo here. Smutty. Is it Portsmouth? Portsmouth? Uh, it was near Portsmouth. Yeah. It was definitely in New Hampshire. Okay. But um, cool. we're actually recommended to talk about fetish kinks and stuff like that, which we're going to get into the definition of all that stuff later. But uh, thank you to uh, Carlos. He, he emailed us some really cool stuff in the recommended this YouTube channel called What's the Safe Word? Ah. It's What's W-A-T-T-S. Have you looked at this yet, Brian? No, no, I read it. No. I read it, though. It's a it's a pretty, pretty cool uh, YouTube channel, this What's the Safe Word. It's a couple of guys talking about kinks and fetishes and stuff. And actually, I got the idea to wear this, like, novelty tee off of their YouTube channel because I'm like, okay, if other people talk about kinks and fetishes, I need to see what they wear. Because yeah. if I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna serve up some looks, I need to make sure I'm I'm doing the right thing here. So yeah. they had novelty tees with like kinky sounding stuff on it. Oh, Actually, that's cool. all of their t shirts you would love too. I should have I should have I don't think I have anything like that. Your archer shirt would have been perfect. Oh yeah. Phrasing. Are we phrasing? Yeah. Yeah. Any other archer fans out there, please comment. Yeah, we would like to hear that. Yeah. So Fetishes, kinks, and fantasies. And Brian, I don't know. So Brian's like, oh, you're, you're going to start this episode because Brian always says that I'm like the boring one. I have to do all the statistics and all the definitions. The sexy boring one. The sexy, sexy boring. Bo- okay. You take right. that. Take that. Like, I will take that and I will run right into the definition of kink. All right. So kink is uh, defined as sexual activity that is a deviation from the social norm. So how do you define social norm then? Right. I mean, I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't think we should. <laughs> I feel like kink is just so broad. But in that definition, kink is super broad. It's super broad. But is there a difference between kink and fetish? Yes, that's the thing. So a fetish requires that the person become aroused. Yes. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So arousal is the key differentiation between kink and fetish. Oh, okay. And then there's another one called fantasy, right? You have a fantasy, and that's just mental imagery of something you're eroticizing that you kind of imagine. We all kind of have 
fantasies, right? And it's mm. fantasies, it's important that uh, you may not want to live out these uh, mental imageries or these things that you're thinking of. So that's fantasy, mm. that's fetish, that's kink. Wow. Who knew? And like, Brian I, is now going to tell us all of his fantasies, all of his fetishes, and all of his things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just what I'm going to do. But no, I. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted a good thing to talk about for this episode, and me with like a medical background, I, I have heard of, you know, in the realm of psychiatry, we have these paraphilic disorders. Um, wow, where big people, words. People, I know. So paraphilic disorders is sort of a group of sexual disorders. And I, I'm not saying that people who have fetishes or kinks have sexual disorders. That's absolutely not what I'm saying because I think we all have our thing and we should explore that thing. Yep. But um, <laughs> uh, there is a point at which it reaches like pathological uh, states. And because I'm the boring guy who talks about all this stuff, I'm going to jump right <laughs> in. So um, <laughs> basically a fetishist, anything, anytime we talk about a disorder, you have to be like it interferes with daily life where you're, you're, you're daydreaming about Brian's jockstrap all day that it in, in, it interferes with work with, sorry, was that a, was that a that, super specific example? I, I guess. Like sorry, I, 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 I was a little taken back by that, but aroused, almost aroused at the same time. So <laughs> I showed the audience my hand. This is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so, but yeah, it has to exceed this level of um, being able to tolerate it in day-to-day -day life. There's also other, like a bunch of, there's fetishistic disorder. There's, uh, what's another one? Voyeuristic, where you know you observe people who are doing things, a voyeur. And then you have exhibitionist disorder, where it's oh. the exposure of genitals to another person. And this says to an unsuspecting person. So oh. It's very similar to when Brian and I started dating. <laughs> I just received a text message, and all of a sudden, it's like, whoa. No, there. no. Okay. There was no, <laughs> no member shots i remember i remember actually like a remote controller next to the object so there was like some, some comparison of, of <laughs> you're crazy don't believe a word he's saying he's well, you know so we could get into that but we're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some super interesting history of sexual fetishes and just demonstrations of sexuality in history and one of my favorites is with uh, Caligula have you heard of this person Brian? of course I have yes okay this Roman Emperor he ruled from 12 to 41 AD and uh, this is like a, a quote that I found from a story online it says at dinner parties he was in the habit of ordering the wives of his guests to come into his bedroom have sex with them and then they <laughs> this is crazy he would return to like the dinner party and talk about the wives performance in bed to their husband wow. to the entire dinner party like oh yeah she was lacking in this area and wow. she, she should have done this and fondled that and yeah i i i at least wait until dessert to do that like come on yes. it's like come on you have to get through, you gotta have a get through the main course have a little like, tact <laughs> no and i think and, and brought up this, i think there ahead. was a movie caligula and it was oh. like back I don't know, might have been the 80s, I don't know. Okay. But I remember, and I think it was rated X. Rome had all of these. Yeah, we were really like Rome and Greece, driven, yeah. Sexually driven men and women and geez. Yeah. I'd like to go back for a day or so. That would be pretty cool, just you to know. see and Part, touch and feel. Like yes. 
<laughs> maybe maybe partake. So. This uh, this story with Caligula, he would actually like make some of the husbands like watch him do their wives, which brought this that, uh, I this brought brought up this thing of cuckolding, which I never yeah. heard of. Yeah, I, I so read I, I read about that this. too. Bri, you should not check my search history right now. No, because it is it is yeah, colorful. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what this is, and it turns out cuckolding is like one of the second most looked up porn categories. And if it's still unclear as to what cuckolding is, it's when someone watches their significant other have sex with another person. But then, so but then don't video. don't don't they also, um, like say if it's a straight couple and the husband's watching the wife, doesn't the wife like almost degrade the husband. Yeah, there's, some there's something with that. Like, oh, yes. look at how much better he is. And but yes. the husband's getting off on that, you know. Yes, and yet that's kinda. the thing. It's consensual. Like right. the husband gets off. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then there's this guy, Justin Lemiller. He's like the founder and editor of Sex and Psychology. He did a, did a survey of uh, 4,200 Americans. All right, wow. here's, some stats. here's some stats for you. Of 4,200 Americans, more than half of men and a third of women fantasize about cuckolding. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. That is, those are some serious numbers. That's a lot. Like I, That's cr- I, I, now, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing, though. Fantasy does not equal reality. Remember, we talked about fantasies in the beginning. It's not necessarily something you want to live out. Right. But, you know, half of men, a third of women fantasize about this type of thing. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, very so. that's very surprising to me, you know. Right. Being the green-eyed I, monster that I am. I want to be abundantly clear as we talk about this stuff. Like many individuals, self-identify as uh, fetishistic practitioners. You know, in other words, they engage in some sort of fetish. Um, but it doesn't necessarily rise to the level of like disorder, is what we would call disorder, where it impacts daily life. So go out there. Do your thing, you know. And here, it's here's legal a, and consensual. I think that's a big thing, right? Yeah. Here's a question for you that you may or may not be able to answer. Since it's called out loud, is there a do more gay men and or women partake in fetishes, kink, fantasy than our straight allies? I didn't. I didn't find any of that research. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see if like gay men are into leather more than straight men, okay. you know, like I or like any of those things. I mean, I, I feel I don't know, like because like I said, I, I don't know if there's a big straight community of leather daddies. Like anytime I'd say leather daddy, I always think of the gay community. Yeah. Right. Well, and this this is also about you know like the definition of kink is. A sexual activity that's a deviation from the quote norm and is gay technically a deviation of the social norm no. like that, that's where I'm I'm still getting hung up on the actual definition right because I, I don't consider myself a deviation from this so I, I, I feel like I'm I don't know maybe I'm not normal. I was gonna say please do not say normal it's <laughs> like fine that's not fine happening. i'm not normal there are things that i haven't heard of before and i think brian you yeah several I, things i may not have heard i of before, did so what do you got yeah i i looked up some and i was like wow that's like it's very interesting like i said i'm not not passing judgment but 
these are fetishes. So as John said earlier, this is like what gets people going. And most of them I will butcher. This gets it going. I, I, I'm going to butcher these because I'm like, is that how you say it? Because it's well, words. It's a lot of like Latin and Greek. Yeah. Right. And, and so I'll ask him a few and then let's see if, if he guesses them. And then I'll just tell you, we're not going to get into it. We're just going to tell you what it is. So. All right. I think we need to make this a little bit of a competition. So how many do you have for me, Brian? Well, I have a lot, but I'll, I can. You have a lot. All right. You want me to do. Let's do. Ten. Eight. eight? Okay. That. Give me eight. And if I get, if I get three of them. We have to do that thing that I've been asking you to do. Do you remember? Do you, do you know? I mean, we're talking about it, so we gotta, you know, the the, the smutty nose thing. You know, mm-hmm. no, oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What's the first one? All right, the first one is Agla Agla Agal Agal Matophilia. See, being him being the doctor, he knows all these Greek and Latin, and I took French and Spanish. So, okay, go ahead. Agal. I don't know what Agal Metophilia. Gal kind of makes me think of milk for some reason. Oh. Is it has any? I don't know. No, it has no. No, it it doesn't. What do we got? It is arousal to statues. So, um. Yeah, so. Um, whoa. Okay. Anastemophilia. 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 Anasta means like to join, like to come together. Is it like to enjoy like being like, oh, like bound up or like tied to, tied to something? Oh, you're so cute. Okay, so it's arousal to a person of extreme stature. So that could either be a giant or a dwarf. Oh, that's very cool. So esteem, yours, I guess. Okay, this one, I think this. I don't know. <laughs> How does steam? I don't know. It's a, it's an esteem guest. I don't know, and that's actually not even the same spelling. Um, this one you might get auto plushophilia. Auto plush P L U. S-H? Yes. Auto plushophilia. Auto means self. Plush. Ooh. What oh. am I doing to myself? What am I doing to myself? <laughs> plush. Plush. When I make myself plush. Oh, gosh. When you like putting makeup on yourself. I don't know. No, you, at least you had. It's the arousal to oneself dressed as a giant cartoon-like stuffed animal. <laughs> Plushy. I was going to say plushy, but I'm like, I'm not giving it to you. Okay, Great. let's go. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. What, what stuffed animal would I be? Mm. Oh, man. It has to be a Beanie Baby because everyone loves Beanie Babies, and I'd have a really cool name. Beanie yeah. Baby? Sure. You know, okay. You like Beanie Babies. My grandma was so into them. Okay, this is weird. We're talking about fetishes. My grandma somehow got brought up. Let's go. Ew, we need to get off. All right. This. Chasmophilia. Chasmo. Or, chas- or chasmophilia. Yeah, Depends. the love of, like, of uh, being like in a hole. Oh, not bad. Close. A- not like, like a, you know, a 
a butthole or something like a hole like a <laughs> dig a hole yeah. <laughs> i felt no. like i had to specify I'm yeah sorry. well yeah no it's you were close and i mean i i guess i could give to you so it's a arousal to cavern caverns my boston yeah. accent's coming out crevices and valleys Cabins, crevices and valleys. Cabins, crevices and valleys. Okay. Oh, this one, this one, I, I, I didn't get at all. And I'm like, you go. Okay. Okay. Let me hear it. Climac Ophelia. Climac Ophelia. Yes. Climac Ophelia. C-L-M, C-L-I-M-A-C. Ophelia. Climac make me think climate, like weather. Oh, see, I would have thought I would have thought climax as an orgasm. Or yeah, or that, or Kalamata olives. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about arousal to climate change? No, that's not what it is. I prefer the arousal to olives. No, it's the arousal. Wait, you gotta you gotta hear this one. All right, I'm sad. Arousal, arousal to falling downstairs. So, so, so stunt, so stunt men and women are really into that. So apparently, wow. How does someone even find that out? Yeah, I know. Like you, you, you see your, you see your grandmother fall down the stairs and you get a boner. So I'm sorry, but I have to disapprove of this because I feel like someone just discovered the prefix for to fall downstairs and made it a fetish. Exactly. Well, they might've. Okay. (laughs) Formicophilia. 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 Yes. Formication means, oh. Not fornication. It's not formication. Well, I will say, uh, I think it's called formication, is, is the thought that something is crawling on you. Ah! And, uh, and so, like, maybe touching yourself Your heart, or no. crawl on you. Yeah, what, what crawls yeah, on just you? Just having something crawl on you, like uh, yes. maybe bugs of some kind? Yes! Ding, 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 right. ding! Arousal yes. to insects! Yes! Yes, Go. so you got one. <laughs> this one, this is one of the arousals that you have. I don't know. Okay. So I'm not going to give it to you because you'll get it. Wait, why? Geron, Geronot, Gerontophilia. Oh, I love, I love that prefix. Geron, like gerontology. Yes, Geron. I love, old, yeah. love the old people. Oh, he's so mean. So mean. Hey. Arouse, arousal to the elderly. Yes. Okay. Cato. Catop. Tronophilia, tronophilia. Catoptronophilia. Catoptronophilia. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like a transformer, like Megatron or, or like a yeah. Decepticon. Yeah. <laughs> Arousal uh, to Michael Shia, Bay movies. Shia LaBeouf. Right. Shia LaBeouf in this. Or Michael yes. Bay movies, uh, right. I have no idea. Arousal to sex in front of mirrors. You like to watch it. Mirrors are, I, I think mirrors are cool. Yeah. You, uh, that's you, a, I'll just leave it at that. You like looking at them. <laughs> okay, a couple more. Uh, okay. Lithop, lith, lithophilia. 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 Love of, love of stones. Yes. Arousal to stone and gravel. Pretty wow. cool. So that's... I wonder if they, so 
So all of these things, there's sexual arousal to it. Arousal, so, not like... Right, arousal. Like there's there's probably arousal. I mean, arousal does not equal orgasm. That's very... You have to tease that apart. But there's there's genuine arousal like to your driveway. Yeah. You know, like that is so interesting. My, I've, I've seen... There, there's a show. I think it's on TLC. It's like My Weird Fetish or My Oh, weird the, the one I watched, a girl was eating mattresses. Yeah, I did see that. Or yeah. furniture. That's, that's, that's something. That's, that's not a fetish. That's a disorder. No. Well, pica is the pica is the desire to eat non-edible, non-nutritious things. Oh my God! It's like I I don't know how she didn't die. Okay, yeah. Melissa Felia. Melissa, love of white girls. Yeah. Yes. That's, yes. No. Yes. It's not that. <laughs> It's arousal <laughs> to bees and wasps. Okay. That, that, okay. ooh. I, I, I could see that maybe. I don't know. Okay. This one, this one's kind of fun and I think you'll get it because I got it. Nasolingus. Nasolingus. You like to put your tongue in someone's nose? Yes. Arousal to sucking on a person's nose. There you What's go. What's that like? I don't Is that know. like a salty, just like a salty kiss, basically? But but who knows? They might not put their tongue up their nostril. They might just like, just right on the nose. Who knows? Okay. Just right on the nose. Okay, like an Eskimo. That's an Eskimo kiss. Nibliophilia. No, that's not an Eskimo kiss. What? Nibliophilia. Niblio. I'm, going, I'm taking my Spanish here, and I'm going to say nublado, cloud, love of clouds. Yeah, close. I mean, I'd give that to you. Arousal to fog. Ooh. Mm. Let's see. So All right. Nice. We, there's, there's, a, there's a movie about that. How many more you want? Because I got some. You want to do two more? I wanted eight. We I don't know. I how long was that? I only counted like the first four. And then I think I, I got enough I where I'm satisfied stopping here. Well, I know. I, I, we, need two, we need one more. Okay, okay. Go for it. All right. Xylophilia, and it's not Xylophilia. arousal to playing the xylophone. Xylio, xylio. Plants have a substance called xylem, and that's where I'm going with it. So I'm going to say love of plants. You are very close. Arousal to wood, and I know how aroused. I know how aroused you get by wood. So. Different kind. Yes. Different kind. So. But thank you. But I do have one that kind of wasn't on this list that I know I have. An honorable mention, you say? It's, Let's hear it. it's called Johnophilia. Oh, oh that's, that's my man. That's my man. Johnophilia. Hashtag Johnophilia. No, please don't make any posts. <laughs> no, please don't. You know. Plus, Brian will get a little jealous. But the, the, it was very fascinating to me. Like, I just thought yeah. it was like, wow, that's like, <laughs> and I know it sounds, may sound weird, but it's like, wow, that's just how diverse and different everybody is you know? Yeah, I know and it's like does any of that hurt anybody well the falling down the stairs might but but, <laughs> might but besides that it's like yeah you go it's for it hurting anyone else you go for it but like there were others that are just like wow that's that's a fetish wow so i did find this uh article in the advocate and they listed like three Three, 36 of like the top fetishes. And most of them, <laughs> most of them I knew. Like you had heard of them, like, you know, leather, rubber, you know, feet, whatever. 
But the very last one was age, and it's called okay. chrono, chronophilia. Not so much like the geritol, like which is old, old. Specifically but old. this is just you have a fetish to a specific age. And the thing is, it goes both ways. So like John and I both have it then, I guess. So like it's if someone's older, but they could have this fetish about a specific age of a young person. And same for the young person, they could have a specific age fetish for uh, someone older. But the article went on to say, you know, is it, you know, I'll, I'll read, it's like, Conceptually, this fetish opens the debate surrounding fetishization of other characteristics like skin color or body type. Some argue right. that fetishizing certain physical characteristics like age and weight is no different than a hand or a foot fetish, you know, and which we generally as a society don't really frown upon, but others say that age fetishes like skin color or body type fetishes are not fetishes at all in that the reduction of a person's features into points of desire and on the opposite side or rejection is dehumanizing and smacks of racism and body shaming. So, you know, so it's like, it's a big, I guess it's a big debate in the gay community about, um, you know, the age fetish, wow. so. I've, I just thought it was interesting. I, it's funny. It's like, right, I, I have a fetish for people who are just uh, like 46, right? I, yeah. <laughs> imagine that. No, I know. It's 46, like, yeah. Oh, sorry, you're 27. Uh, my fetish no, is no, 28. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and so you're with someone for a year and then, you know, they turn oh, 47 and it's like, like, nope. <laughs> it's like Menudo. You reach 15 and you're out of Menudo. Do you even know who Menudo is? Right over my head. Oh, right. come on. Way over my That's head. That's how Ricky yep. Martin got his start. He was in Menudo. Yeah. Menudo. Menudo. TV show, I'm guessing. No, it was the musical group. And it was all like a boy band. But once you reach a certain age, you were up. All right, you better go on. Crickets. Because I can't Crickets. even, I can't even no, talk the, to it's, you. No, I wanted to say that the, the love of a specific age, there's, there's actually a phobia, the hatred of uh, the number 13. And I think it's pronounced tristidecophobia. It's oh, wow. fear of the number 13. Yeah, that's just well, you don't random... Find well, you don't find 13 in the hotel. You don't find the 13th floor in a building, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's very superstitious. Very, very superstitious. superstitious. Okay. And the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, one of our listeners, Carlos, who actually mentioned to talk about um, fetish kinks and who uh, shared this YouTube channel. Uh, what's the safe word? I love it, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now, that's my new binge, this, oh, this YouTube cool. channel. So I'll check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they really preach the notion that, you know, like it's really BDSM community that they talk about a lot. Uh, and that BDSM is all about communication and sharing of each other's values and you know, understanding limitations and safety and things like that, which is all things that are pretty darn perfect for any relationship as it is. So I think, you know, these, these things of exploration really help communicate as a couple, right? It's not all about these crazy sexual encounters and six-way, seven-way, twelve-way bukkake type stuff. It's it's about. <laughs> well, <laughs> of course, you're such a child. <laughs> He's like laugh as soon as I say bukkake. <laughs> <sighs> it's like kid. in health class and you're in middle school and you first. She said penis. She said pubic you know? hair. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, get it out of the way. Get it out yeah. now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so BDSM, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I, let, I'll go on to that. When back in the 90s, when in my bartending days, when I was yep. bartending the clubs in Boston, I worked at this amazing club called Quest. It used to be the 1270, and then it was Quest, and it was four different floors. So you had earth, water, fire, and air. So air was like the open balcony. So on Monday nights, they had BDS. Did, wait, hold on. Did they have you? Did they have a floor for you? Because you're just, you're, you're just gas. I, I, <laughs> I, I, worked, I worked the water floor, which is the main floor, on Friday nights. Saturday nights, I worked. Oh, yeah. Saturday nights, I worked water, too. Monday nights, I would work fire, the fire floor. Some Saturdays, I would work, yes, in my Calvin Klein boxers. And oh. yes, Calvin Klein boxers up on the roof decks because there was no air conditioning and it was 185,000 degrees, but it was so much fun. But anyways, on Monday nights, originally, they used to have uh, a BDS&M night on Monday nights in what was considered the basement, but it was called Earth. Okay. And I, I used to work, I used to work it. And when I say the people were the nicest people, nicest customers. Oh, good. And I would say, I'd say, and I might even be underestimating that at least 85% of them were straight, if not more. And like I saw like mild flogging and, you know, but when I say polite and respectful and super fun and super nice. It's like, so if you do have a stereotypical view of somebody who's into BDSM, it was out the window if you came in on Monday nights. And it was just like, it was very welcoming and it was, you know, I, fine, it's not, it's not my thing, but I got to appreciate it and got to appreciate the people who did it. It was fun. So. I have a question for you, Brian. Why is it not your thing? I don't know. I well, one, I don't look good in leather. So. <laughs> That's the main <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just sweat too much. I think it's like well, I plus I don't really, know. I don't want. I, I don't want look, anyone flogging me. I guess. I think you look really good as a plush toy. That's, oh, a plushie. And what would I be? What would I be? <laughs> like a big panda bear? See, you don't know Pokemon because I was throwing Pokemon God. out. I got to think of a different one. Yeah. But you, you would totally be uh, my um, champ. Let's see. I, I could... can't think of anything. Come on. Is there like a, a silver wolf? Is ah, there like a, I guess you could be a... They're hot, like a tim, like the, the timber wolves. The silver, timber wolf. this, I could be a silverback gorilla. Slow your roll. I said, slow your freaking roll. Gorilla is way too ambitious. Whoa. I've seen your chest. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's actually perfect because... The silverback gorilla has a great chest, very masculine, and got a little hair, and the legs are absolutely so weak and fragile, oh, and just, you know, I that's hate how you. it goes. That's how it goes. They're that's not Brian. weak. That's They're Brian skinny, but they are weak, and I try every, twice a week sometimes to get them to grow. They're just not going to hey, grow. Hey, you know, you know, like they say, the famous quote, don't skip leg day. Okay, so I'm going to go and plan my John Ophelia weekend, and we're going to be out of here. But, John, don't you have some things to tell them? The usual stuff? Yes, Go. I do, because if you have out loud Ophelia for John and Brian, John, we Brian, would and Brian encourage Ophelia. you 
Yes, to give us a like, give us a subscribe. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and review. My goodness, apparently reviewing on Apple Podcasts is like the cool thing to do. Mm. So if you want to be cool, then you should probably do that because it helps us grow. It helps us share our information to other people who want to hear about kinks and fetishes and things. Yes, and if you have comments, questions, concerns, or want to tell us about your fetishes, we are here for you because we love getting our emails. And it is outloudjb at gmail.com. And we'll go into announcer voice. That is outloudjb at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. And we do get back to every single one of you somehow, some way. We love you. That announcer voice just gets me going. Ooh, voice it of feeling. my peach. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you to Nearly York for the intro and outro of their song, Take You There, uh, for our podcast. Go check out their music on Spotify. And that is it for today. Yes. We hope you enjoyed it. And we hope to see you in the next, next one. Baby, I could take you there, say you